With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just evolution, growth. You know, I think, you know. Acting for as long as I have, you know, you start to develop, uh, you know, um, an opinion of like how things go, and you want to be, um, you know, even more creative, exercise different muscles. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's been um, very transformative over the years, and doing something I've never done before, and just what could I learn? How could I grow? That's what I did. That was Michael B. Jordan, the star of the new movie Creed Three, which opens this week, and we're going to tell you all about it. And as Michael B. Jordan just told you a little bit about it, and I'm Neil Rosen, and welcome to a, another episode of our podcast, Sitting Around Talking Movies, and I'm joined, as always, by Bill Brigoli. Yes, I go out and see the movies. He does. <laughs> and, and, and Bill McCuddy, how are you? And in this that? corner, weighing <laughs> 214 pounds. There you go. So Bill Brigoli did go out and see the movie Creed Three. And uh, I'm assuming you saw a, a screening of it because it didn't uh, it's not in the theaters yet. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that's how it works, Neil. <laughs> well, I saw a screening last night. I went to a screening of Champions, which we'll talk about next week uh -huh. um, with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I think people understand how screenings work. Yeah, yeah. OK, so. But this one is this one is uh, directed by Jordan, right, Bill? That's right. His directorial debut. And no Stallone in this one, right? That's correct. Rocky is mentioned once. I think uh, maybe twice, but uh, yeah, they do mention Rocky, but that's it. That's it. So, no Rocky, but you get Michael B. Jordan and uh, his character, Adonis or Donnie, as everybody in the movie calls him, Creed is retired at the opening of the film. He's living in a mansion. He's driving a Rolls Royce. Oh God, not a Bentley, a Rolls. A Rolls Royce. And uh, while he's driving around, he runs into an old friend, Damien. And uh, he's a childhood friend. And the two of them were involved in a scrape many years previously. In fact, so long ago that they were played by different actors in the flashback. Mm. But uh, uh, Donnie ran away while Damien wound up doing 18 years in prison. Uh -oh. And uh, he's out. He's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. And he was an aspiring boxer. So he wants... What are the odds? Uh, I know. Well, the two of them were aspiring boxers, but uh, actually, uh, Damien was doing better, and and uh, now he's out, and he wants back, and he wants a title fight, and he just got out of jail, which is a little strange. But uh, uh, Adonis is running a gym, and um, some things happen, and eventually he does get a fight, and uh, all of a sudden he's champion, and he's as I said, got a chip on his shoulder. He's really upset. He fights pretty dirty. He's starting to trash talk 
Adonis. So he comes out of retirement for one big, huge fight. <laughs> uh, I should also mention that this movie is in English with uh, ASL sign language because he has a uh, a deaf daughter. Now, I don't know if the actress who played her is deaf in real life, but there is a lot of sign language stuff. His wife, remember, played by Tessa Thompson, was a recording artist having trouble with her hearing in the first of the Creed movies. And now she's decided to just produce because it'll be easier on her ears, apparently. And his mother's played by Felicia Richard, and she has a stroke and uh, or is recovering from a stroke as the movie opens. And you know what that means by the end of the movie. <laughs> so uh that's my way of saying it hits all the notes you expect it to hit it's really well shot uh, great cinematography michael b jordan knows how to make himself look good let me tell you how are the boxing scenes they're okay they take a little while to get going it's, it's a good hour before you see a, a boxing match and then they're fine okay wow um, uh I, i've heard this is really good i mean i, I the advanced buzz on it is He's an accomplished first-time director, and this is... It's directed uh, well, but um, it's, it hits all the notes. There's nothing new in it, to be honest with you. you know, that's usual... Yeah, that's okay with me. I mean, yeah. formula in boxing formula. movies. Well, yeah. is um, Stallone like a producer on it or anything like that? Or, nothing. Uh... He has nothing to do with the movie. That's interesting. Well, you know, all the Rocky movies, and this, of course, is an outgrowth of the Rocky movies... Um, for the most part, they follow the same formula. So I'm wondering, does this Creed movie not just follow the formula of the the previous two Creed movies, but does it follow the Rocky formula? You know, it's like... What's the formula? Tell me. The formula... Yeah. Well, well, the beginning you've already said is like he's pulled out of retirement and he decides to go back into the ring. That There's that formula, which you've already answered. But then there's when we get to the actual fight, you know, there's, it's always like it's never like a... Mike Tyson comes in the ring and knocks the guy out in 30 seconds. It's always like he's struggling and then, you know. Of course, what, there's all that. He's struggling. He's going struggling. Lose, we, get the, we get the full 10 rounds. You could do it, Rock. You could do it. You could do Actually, it, 12 rounds. 12 rounds. Okay. Three, you know, and, and, I was and, paying and, attention. And he's all bloody and he just kind of comes back in the end. And I mean, that's yeah. the formula on all these all these Rocky Creed well, movies. You know? Don't worry. There's nothing different about this. Okay. Okay. I still fine. want to see it's it. Well done. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'll, you I'll should check out it. the article in New York Magazine today. Uh, speaking of movies and theaters, and if you got, because now you're going to have to go to a theater to see this. Uh, one of the reporters brought along a um, uh, projectionist with him, and they went to the AMC 25, where we've been many a time. Oh, yeah. And man, the, apparently every theater they went into, uh, things were dark, out of focus, really bad. So yeah, um, I've been we've been talking about this, and and I keep saying that the death of theaters is that certain chains, and I guess AMC would be one of them in, in, in this scenario, are just not spending the money. And then and supposedly, and this was a, a projectionist that told me this like ten years ago. They've been dimming the bulbs. And yeah, well, those bulbs cost fifteen hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, and, and they, they only last so long. Yeah, I think like four months. Yeah, and then you got to replace it, and they're tricky to replace. You do it the wrong way, they'll blow up. So they're making pressure. them lower, so they don't have to, to as a cost cutting measure, so they don't have to. Oh, they'll, they'll run them after they've yeah, they're they're past their peak, is what they do. Interesting. 
All right, moving on. Uh, Bill Bergoli also, and this is something. Am I, I the only one who goes to the movies? <laughs> yeah, apparently, no, I, I go to the movie. I was at a screening last night, as I told Not you. Not a yeah, screening, a movie in times, a theater. So. I I actually paid and saw Cocaine Bear, and I okay, and well, I, I want to guys hear about Cocaine Bear. A shot of the ticket, so you can see that I paid. Yes, I, you I, did. I got that from you. And Cocaine Bear is the butt of all jokes on late night television all over. Everybody's talking Cocaine Bear. So why don't you just tell us about Cocaine Bear? I mean. No, you're going to tell him. Oh, yeah, let's let him, Neil. Let's Neil talk about it. <laughs> no, you talk about it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm all ears. Okay. Well, it stars. And I want to hear the bare necessities about this. Oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> it stars Kerry Russell. Ah. Aha. Uh -huh. And Alden Ehrenreich. Remember him from Solo, A Star Wars Story? O'Shea Jackson Jr. The wonderful Margot Martindale. And Brooklyn oh, Prince, who plays Kerry Russell's daughter. Now, here's some Neil trivia. Deep, deep, dig deep in those uh, gray cells of yours. What movie was Brooklyn Prince in? She's young. I don't know. Two years ago, got Oscar nominations. I don't know, but I will tell you that, that, she was Margo, in the, that Margo Martindale and Kerry Russell were in the TV series, which was great, The Americans together. That's right. So and and the fact together. that Margot Martindale was attached was the reason Kerry Russell got involved. But Brooklyn Prince was in the Florida project. Remember that little girl? Oh yeah. The oh, one that yeah. was shot on iPhones down in yeah. Orlando next to That's the right. Bill, you're leaving yeah. out it was the it was, it was I was about last... to say it's the last oh, movie of Ray Liotta. And there's a, a little tribute to him at the end of the movie. Just says that was the, the last I thought the last Ray Liotta movie was Marriage Story. Nope, this is it. And uh, oh, this, this, if, if he's in this. cocaine oh, bear. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Florida project. I'm no, sorry. he wasn't in that. Oh, that's what <laughs> I was saying. I Did I miss something there? Yeah. Okay. okay, so this all is right. uh, so, so tell so, me. All, all right, it's based on a, a based very loosely on a true incident where in 1985 some drug smugglers were flying a plane full of cocaine over, and this is the true name of the mountain, Blood Mountain in Georgia. And uh, they were having some sort of problems. They were either being chased or the plane was about to crash. And they threw out all the cocaine. And a bear uh, ate some of that cocaine. Now, in real life, he crawled off and died. Uh, and I'm saying he, which I shouldn't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> might have been a male bear. In the movie, it's different. Uh, and it's a plot point. But anyway, in this movie, it's it kind of gives a what if the bear went nuts instead. And... All these people have a reason to, to uh, be involved with the cocaine. Uh, at one point, uh, Ray Liotta's character hire, has two of his henchmen go find the cocaine. Of course, they do a lousy job, so they show up. So he has to show up later in the movie. Uh, there's also a mom whose daughter is run off with a little boy. They're both 12 years old. Kerry Russell's the mom. The two kids go in the forest, and they find the, find the cocaine. And if you want to see a funny scene, see what happens when two 12-year-olds convince each other that they know how to do cocaine. <laughs> when you see what, it's a really funny scene. Elizabeth Banks directed it. Margot Martindale, who's... Uh, I have a Margot Martindale story too, uh, but I'll tell it later. Anyway, she's really funny in it. She's great. She's, she's, a, a gr she's such a great actress. I mean, she's. She, I was really at a, a CBS party with her and a bunch of people, and these CBS publicity parties threw a million people and less moonbeds in this in this uh, small hallway at CBS. And she was at a party, and she she waved me over to her, and uh, she was standing by herself, and she says, "I think you interviewed me. I don't know anyone at this party. Can you talk to me?" <laughs> really so sweet Aww. yeah so i did and then then a, a publicist came and and 
introduced her around but yeah she she's just always to charming talk. at all of those really things. nice yeah every time i've run into her at a peggy siegel lunch or a yeah cocktail party or something she's just chatty and sweet and, and she cool. works a lot too uh you know so, the, the ray liotta thing i just want to say is the is my theory about the curse of the last movie it just <laughs> seems like right before people die they make one shitty movie. It's not a shitty movie. No, but it, I'm saying he didn't say it was a shitty movie. Yeah, okay. Well, it's not it's a shitty movie. It, it needed, couldn't be thought it of. Another it couldn't be thought of as Ray Liotta's high point. No. But uh, hey, every, I mean, he did. Well, I don't think I don't think it's going to be Goodfellas. You know, <laughs> it's not going to be Goodfellas exactly. And and he's his well, his high amazing, point was a long time ago. Here is that they've got all the, this incredible cast. Yeah, and Elizabeth movie. Banks directed it. They wanted to work for her because the the title makes it sound like it's a moronic movie. It's like Heroin Rabbit, or you know, <laughs> or Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, but it's yeah, better it, than it's yeah, better than exactly, Snakes on a Plane, you know, by the way. Uh, better yeah. than Snakes on a Plane. It is a high concept Meets kind of movie. Everybody I work no. with wanted to know about it. I hear it. it's. I hear it's bloody. It um, is extremely violent. And I hear it's not as funny as it could be. That it yeah. doesn't go for uh, funny the way it should as it well. needed another pass through the joke okay, so you told me why ray liotta wants the cocaine how every, everybody has a connection to the cocaine right. including mark i don't know what mark margo martindale is. is uh uh that there's a search for the uh for the cocaine but tell me about the search. bear on the cocaine the bear is actually she's a cop right she's like a state she's a no she's a uh uh park ranger Park Ranger, that's what with I'm the at. appropriate big brimmed hat and the smoking, and oh. there's a Smokey the Bear cutout in in the Ranger Station. So that's tell funny. me about so the bear like snorts the cocaine or yep, something and goes crazy. No, it eats seventy five pounds. No, but I mean, like, why would the bear like decide to snort the cocaine? I mean, why would the bear? It, it, it ate not, it, snorted it, whatever. It, it's, it it's, ate the it ate it, Neil. It would, yeah. it, it would eat the cocaine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, and, it's stoned out of its mind, and. Uh, this is a spoiler, but what the heck? You guys aren't going to see this. Uh, it's a female bear. So later in the movie, there are two stoned out cubs. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know. Um, hey, some night of... you're late. It's late. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. This with is... this. I'm, if this is streaming somewhere. Mrs. Free, Rosen's I'm... already gone to bed. You're stuck alone. Right. Watch if it. It's is, funny. This is streaming okay. somewhere for free. Yeah, I'll do the same thing. Yeah, but I am not going to pay money for this. And I have a I feeling did. that this will be streaming somewhere actually pretty soon. No, not all that soon. Actually, it's gonna fit. It's uh it's a universal picture and it's got a uh it's gonna be like a couple months before it streams. Okay. I By the way, it. speaking of that, and I'll just make this point really quickly, the Magic Mike movie is streaming already. Yeah. So that, that was really originally just going to to stream by the way well was it a day and date i mean did it no no no, it's it's um it just started streaming this week so it's been in theaters for two weeks but that's a really short window yeah that was the original film just to stream though and then then somebody said hey why don't we put it in theaters right okay didn't do great why don't we put it in theaters and put light bulbs that aren't really at the pitch (laughs) yeah that they should be oh neil you're our dim bulb (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of dim bulbs, uh, McCuddy, what is this thing, Dom, that you said you wanted? To Dom play? is a is a cool series uh, on I think Showtime that you can stream about a father and son in Rio de Janeiro. The father is a cop, the son is a drug dealer, and they live together. 
uh, I think it's based on a true story and it's got two seasons up right now. It's really very good. Uh, and I recommend it. I, the actors you've never heard of, but the storylines are strong. And well, other than a father and son, I mean, really, I mean, can you give me a little more? Is it like courtship of Betty's father? I mean, like, what, can no, you not me? at all. It's a series like, uh, so like after son, except uh, uh, instead of, a no, 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 Neil, the kid isn't 11. Um, it's a father. The son is a drug dealer. It's like Gamora. Oh. Gamora with a father and son in Show, Brazil. Showtime, 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 Showtime. Okay, yeah. Um, right. You know, I watched the first season from start to finish of Your Honor with Brian Cranston, and I kind of liked it. And I thought that when it ended, that that was the end. Well, of we've it. had this conversation, so I'm going to stop you right there. I'm just so saying that you've uh, been watching it, so I want to said know. that it. It jumped and and you weren't into it this this year. We've we've made that point already. So it, well, and I said I was also similarly uh, not happy with it. However, um, if you'll let me finish a sentence, the uh, second season that started out poorly and seemed crazy, and I said two weeks ago that uh, Brian Cranston seems brain dead walking through it because his kid is dead. Now has a grandson and is gonna is being forced to turn against uh, Michael Schlumberg the and and uh, Hope Summers the uh, husband and wife Bonnie and Clyde who run everything bad in uh, New Orleans Michael starting to kind of sort of get interesting yes it's starting to sort of get interesting again okay I like him as an actor I just find him I I told you the other week that I caught up on dope sick and uh I just think he's a really good actor I mean Brian Cranston goes without saying but you know Stilberg is very good yeah no he's great and um yeah, there was a whole thing in the first season. I don't know if they picked this up again with his daughter. And um, I, I know the kid's dead now, Cranston's kid, but she was a major cast member in the first thing. I don't know if she's in Well, that's movie. who has, that's how he has a granddaughter. Is she around? Is the actress who plays yes, the daughter? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. And she has the dead son's baby. Okay. Right. So Brian Cranston is right, a great I'm going to watch it. This is something I don't have to get introduced to all the characters. Be, be patient because it seems stupid for an episode yeah. or two or three, okay. and now it's getting good again. And just remind everybody if they're interested and they want to even see this from the beginning, what um, streaming service is this it's on? It's on Showtime. Showtime. Well, here's a here's something I'm going to talk about that Bill McCuddy, it's, his, it's, it's probably one of his least favorite topics, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. And it is they just – two weeks ago came out with the um, final season of Picard. Now I hated, I loved Star Trek, the next generation loved it. And um, I think it's better than the original series, better than any of the dozens of other Star Trek series. Who's the captain in next generation? Patrick Stewart. Oh, it is. Okay. So it's the same Picard. Right. Okay. So they had two seasons of Picard, which was just Patrick Stewart as captain Jean-Luc Picard and I watched most of the first season, dumped out of it, never watched the second season, and just thought it was really just very – did not live up to any expectations. Not only did it not live up to any expectations, it was boring and bad. And my wife, who also loved Star Trek The Next Generation, also said, I can't watch this anymore. It was terrible. So what they did is for the last and final season, 
is they reunited for the entire season, the entire cast of the next generation. Um, Michael Dorn, who plays Worf, right? Uh, Jonathan Frakes, who directed one of the Star Trek movies, who plays Riker. Every, everybody's back. And it's like watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Le- LeVar Burton, or do I have the wrong show? Everybody, yes, everybody's back in the show. And it's like, great. Like, it's like what? Like, they took this shitty s- sequel with Picard that was unwatchable and made, great, here's a new season of Star Trek The Next Generation. And it's great, and it's fun. And if you got turned off to Picard, as I did, and my wife, who was a super fan of this thing, did and stopped watching it watch this new season it's streaming on paramount plus and it's like watching the 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 next generation series from decades ago i mean it's just and they're all old but they all make fun of the fact that they're old because there's new crew members and they're like i don't know riker's like uh, i don't know i can't keep up with you my my, my right knee is like <laughs> it's very fun it's funny it's good the story's good i highly recommend this if you are a fan of star trek the next generation metamucil in space but bergoli remind me this was the show <laughs> when you were still at cbs that was launching the cbs streaming service right uh this and was supposed to save and, uh, and everybody was going to watch and it the and good it- and the good fight Right. Yes, it was yeah. going to save the streaming service, but they made a really lousy series. So right. people didn't care for it, as I just attested to. So, but, na- but now you should watch it. It's just great. Look, the best thing Paramount Plus ever did, in my opinion, was your free subscription. Was the, yeah, the offer. True. Was the offer. Thank you, McCuddy. That's right. Was the, the offer was just. I was I loved it. And if you haven't seen the offer, we talked about it many months ago. It's the making of the Godfather. Miles, talk of this again. Miles Teller, producer Al Ruddy, who's the producer of the Godfather, and accepted the Oscar when it won Best Picture. Hey, speaking of Oscars, we're going to talk about that next week. We're going to preview the. uh, We're going to preview the Oscars, and if uh, if anyone in the within the sound of our voice is anywhere near uh, Southampton on the Long Island. Uh, Neil and I will be hosting. A, you're welcome to come. Hosting a uh, a party out there at a at a place called Main Prospect. So we're gonna watch like Mystery uh, Science Theater three thousand. We're gonna heckle. Uh, we're gonna give away a lot of prizes, and uh, ah. we're gonna we're gonna have our own little red carpet. So uh, if how nice, we'll I have hope more information on that along with our show. along with our bet and along with uh, everything else next week. When we sit and around, and I haven't made our bet yet, but I have a feeling I know what it's going to be. And by the way, um, we have two more movies to talk about uh, that Bacoli <laughs> saw. But before we get to that, I will say that if you want to see a, a preview of what we, not only what McCuddy and I think will win the Oscars, but what um, Rafer Guzman from Newsday and also Perry Nemiroff from Collider. Also, if you go to the movie theaters, you'll see her often in preceding the movie talking about stuff. Um, Perry's picks. Perry's picks. We you, you will hear our Oscar predictions on the latest episode of Talking Pictures with Neil Rosen, which is available on YouTube. Just put it. It's on CUNY TV. We're taping this Thursday night on tomorrow, Friday. It's on PBS All Arts all day. But just go to YouTube and put in Talking Pictures with Neil Rosen. Talks Oscars 2023, 
and oh, you'll I see, can't wait. You'll see uh, <laughs> all of our predictions. And man, I got to tell you something. I put this thing up online on YouTube last Friday. We're recording this on Thursday night, six days ago. This thing is getting like so many views. It's unbelievable. And not only is it getting an amazing number of views, the comments, I, I've ne we've never gotten comments like this on an episode. Most of them talking about how old we are, McCuddy. And uh, these old guys <laughs> yeah. don't know what they're talking about. And thank goodness Perry Nemiroff is there to deflect it. <laughs> well, she has a, a lot of followers you and should, they're going to they're going to protect her. You, you should you should read these comments. I mean, you'll you'll feel lousy, but you'll be happy that people are watching. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of fun. That said, um, I kind of like this podcast. I feel lousy, but I'm glad you're all listening. OK, so Bill Rigoli. Um, yes. I can't pronounce the something murders, the mur. mur Murdoch, Murdoch. Holy cow! Do you are you kidding, Neil? Do you wow. watch the news? Did you do you get like like holy cow? You don't really? know this. You never heard of this guy. This is the guy. He just got found this, guilty and, tonight. Yeah, tonight Neil. they just found him. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow! Yes, it's called Murdoch. Murder. I saw there are a couple of the uh, documentaries about Alex, this guy. Come on, I'm, I'm Alex I'm Murdoch. Alex Murdoch, of course. That's right. South, He's from a very prominent Southern South family. Carolina, South Carolina. I know. And um, Yeah, I'm, come on. Keep making up some more stuff. Yeah, right. They were murdered. Like No, a, no. And there was a murder. murder. The wife and son of this. Yes. Cal South well, Carolina this goes family, way back. Way were back. murdered in, in like a couple of years ago. And then the, the case took all these twists and everything like that. And Okay. You know, well, so am, all I, right. am, I, am I somewhat on the money here with somewhat, this? Somewhat, yes. All right. well, well, there were murders before usual. there were the murders that he uh, just got found guilty of, uh, including the family's uh, uh, caretaker, or what do you call her? The uh, the nanny got killed. And before that, his son ran over, uh, was in a boat with a bunch of kids and uh, hit, a, and he was drunk out of his mind and he hit a, a, a bridge and one of the the kids died. So this goes way back. That this this family has uh, uh, been. Is it either, all Alex? Is it all Alex? It's not all Alex. It goes way back. And and uh, when that boat accident happened, one of his uh, it was a family law firm, and one of the members of the law firm kept the cops from interviewing certain people and told other people to keep quiet about who was driving the boat, and they. They, uh, anyway, is it a drama or is it a documentary? No, this is, there are a couple of. Uh, I saw the one on Netflix. It's called Murder on Murders: A Southern Scandal. But there's also one on HBO Max called Murder on Murders. So they're all they're all Country. docs. They're all like Dateline. Those are docs, yeah. And I'm sure somebody will, will probably buy the rights for this, but uh, they're docs. Uh, I watched them because people I work with at a certain news organization I, I shouldn't mention. Uh, uh, people I work with were were all excited about it, and we kept talking about it at the top of the hour and and covering it. And I really didn't know much, so I watched this Netflix documentary, and now I'm up to snuff on it all. But uh, it's pretty interesting stuff. It's kind of stuff Mrs. M Mrs. McCuddy would be into. Yeah, she's following this slowly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, it's it's worth seeing. It's okay. The one I saw. Uh, it's a lot. A lot of this particular one, we're talking heads of uh, the younger people, the people who were in the boat when that happened. He what said he was innocent, but was he? Yes. You know, yeah, it just, doesn't have him. Justine Browning again from the show. We were making fun of like 
Dateline. My my wife watches the, those and those ABC ones. And you know, when we come back, the shocking twist. But they give you when after the commercial, they give you like a recap of like the entire last segment, like like ninety percent of it. Until they get a the little piece of information, it's like uh, they start. And they're for two the- hours now too. They they run them for they they're stretching the cases out over two hours. It's annoying. But it's it's like a everything is like a recap of like you know even if you're like an hour into the thing, it's like the Menendez brothers were born in a small. It's like yeah, I've heard this seven times already. You know what I mean? It, it's just anyway. Anyway, kind of like kind of like this podcast. So is that like kind of like is it kind of like a Dateline thing? Not quite. No, it's not that dramatic. It's All right. A lot of talking heads. All right. Wrap it up. Um, yep. One of you guys with either the Jesus Revolution, which I'd really <laughs> actually like to hear about, or, the, or, or Bill McCuddy, the rest of us, or do both of them. Go ahead. Take it away. Bill Bergoglio. Well, I, I'll, I'm just going to say in a sentence, the rest of us continues to get better and better and better. And uh, I. If you haven't caught up with it yet, please, I'm encouraging you to. If you can watch only one vampire-related thing, this is as good as end-of-the-world stuff gets. That's all I'll say. Yes. Well, you know. And now the Jesus Revolution. And remember, Bill Bergoli saw it first. Uh, Yes, Jesus Revolution, which I also saw. I got talked into. It's a faith-based movie. It's the kind of movie that, uh, yeah, it's a (laughs) faith-based movie. And it stars I would have never gotten that from the title. Kelsey Grammer's in it. He plays wow. a wow. preacher named Chuck Smith, whose congregation is getting older and they're not around. It takes place in the uh, 1970s, where there are hippies running around. And eventually one of them shows up at his church and kind of takes it over. He's a guy named Lonnie Frisbee, who um, by the end of the movie has a real Jesus complex himself and gets thrown out and some stuff happens. Kimberly Williams Paisley's in this as well. She's a drunken mom of one of the kids who follows Lonnie Frisbee. Um, as I said, it's it's a faith-based movie and has a really good 70s soundtrack. Uh, that's all I can say for it. I thought it was corny and it's kind of preaching to the choir. It did not convert me. Preaching and no, to the choir. That's look right. That. And look Neil, you'd be interested to know there are no Jews in this movie. <laughs> well, I'm sure Con- well sure behind the camera except for jesus i guess we'll recommend it to kanye then if there's no jews so yeah. be very happy watching that so is this I in theaters know. or it's yes on- it's in theaters and it actually uh, was number three last weekend after cocaine bear hey is mel gibson making I, did i read this correctly he's making a a, a a sequel to um um passion of the christ with scorsese what, what was the what was the um what was the Mel Gibson no, one? No, Last Temptation of Christ was Scorsese. Okay, I think so it was The Passion of Christ. It was The Passion of Christ, yeah. That he's making this. How do you make a sequel to this? But I read somewhere that he's doing something like that. Maybe well, three days later. <laughs> Is it all about the resurrection? I, I have no I idea. I don't know. Hey, coming up uh, next week, we're going to do our Oscar prediction show. Oh, I I'm can't wait. Gonna, I'm also going to talk about this movie Champions with um, Woody Harrelson. And um, down the line, um, Bill McCuddy and I saw a really great documentary, but we won't talk about it until April. But I just want to plug it <laughs> coming out called the Little Richard. I am everything, which is a documentary on the rock and roll icon uh, from the 50s. Uh, oh, boy. Richard, yeah. Tutti Frutti. And- we never would have guessed that. Hey, uh, we watch the bad movies so you don't have to. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. That's right. Thanks for sitting around talking movies with us. and. And as Bill McCutty just said, we'll sit around 
talking movies again with you next week.